Hey everybody, Christy Lynn Henshi, AWOL Zebra, and I am so excited. I've been speaking of this young lady for quite some time, and I'm really excited that we have the opportunity of it. Originally, it was going to be Janie Elizabeth and her mom, because I wanted to get a mother and daughter's perspective of having this illness and how you deal with it with your daughter. But her mother is having, and all I know her is mom, is having allergies. And we were going to put it off. And I said, no, I want Janie Elizabeth on because originally she is who I met. And I learned so much from her. And truthfully, she is one of the reasons that I got my head out of my derriere and started this podcast. So welcome to AWOL Zebra. Janie Elizabeth, how are you? Hello, good. How are you? Outstanding. Now, do you prefer that I call you Janie, Janie Elizabeth? You can just call me Janie. Okay, I'll just call you Janie. All right, now, now you are three days shy of your 17th birthday. Yes. And you are one of the first people... I guess that just shows us young minds are, are better than the old minds. When I asked you, when did we first meet, you were pretty much spot on. You were right. It was October. And we met via Facebook. I saw this post, and it was so well written. And it was about a project. And to be quite honest with you, sweetheart, I thought you were a college student. And <laughs> and you were doing a thesis or something. And I was like, I, I have to be a part. I'm excited. Tell us a little bit about what you were doing and, and how we met through this post. Um, so for one of my classes, we did something called a Genius Hour Project. And I really wanted to do something that brought awareness to our chronic illnesses. So I decided to make something. I think it was called the Fellow Zebra Newsletter. And every week I was going to pick a story to tell and just make people feel like they're not alone. That was my whole goal. And I thought that was an exceptional goal. And I messaged you, if I remember correctly, or I commented. And then we ended up messaging each other. And it was like, I would love to be a part of it. I'd love to help you. And then... I, I was telling you that I, uh, my goal was to do a podcast, and if I remember correctly, you were like, that would be pretty cool, and then I kept putting it off, and I said, you know what, if Janie Elizabeth, or Janie, excuse me, is able to do all of this at her young age and try to make a difference, then I need to go ahead and do the podcast, and you are part of the reason that I went ahead and just started it having no idea what I was doing, and I appreciate that. So thank you very much. Of course. So before, what I find so fascinating about you is that you are living with this, il with this illness. Now, when we met, you had just turned 16, and I'm 53, and my illness has, has been a part of my entire life but I didn't know about it until I turned 51. What in the world is it like for you learning at such a young age? When did you find out that you had this illness? Um, so I originally found out when I was 12 and I got my first ankle sprain and it just wouldn't heal. That, like, 
like, and then, um, they, and then I just kept getting sprains and we finally figured out like, this isn't right. Something isn't right here. Um, so a doctor, um, brought up Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and said that that's most like, most likely what I have. So you were, okay, wow. So is that something that runs in your family? Was it like, okay, your mom has it, so you must have it, or this was just an out-of-the-blue diagnosis? Um, so it was actually an out-of-blue diagnosis. It led to my mom and my brother's diagnosis, though. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's, that's, so had your mom suffered? I mean, I guess these are more questions for your mom, but just real quick, had your mom suffered things that you found odd all these years that were unexplained? There was always things that like never, or she never really paid attention to, but now looking back makes a lot more sense. Wow. So you are responsible for your family getting a diagnosis and I guess, you know, possibly, I mean, making your lives so much better, I'm sure, after you found out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So it's it's odd that, I mean, everybody is always kind of almost overjoyed when they get their diagnosis because they've been going so many years with all of these problems. And it's like, oh, it's not in my head. I'm not crazy. I'm so grateful. But you actually got a diagnosis that I mean actually kind of helped to start helping your family heal that's pretty awesome <laughs> it, yeah it took three and a half years to get the diagnosis oh my gosh okay so you got the diagnosis how does it affect a teenager because if, and, and just share whatever you want to, how much you want to, how little you want to, what all have you experienced besides the sprain? Um, I would say it affects me a lot. Like when I was in middle school and getting all of my sprains, people would bully me a lot and say that I was faking because they just couldn't understand it. and. Once I got into high school and COVID happened, so I was able to go online for my first three years, um, I definitely have had to miss out on a lot of things because of it. Wow. Okay. So, and, and then the, I just got tears when I'm thinking about you being bullied. Um, so, excuse me. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, you were getting bullied with the sprains and then you were able to kind of thrive through an online community of school, I guess. Yes. And, yeah. and, and, but when I see, because I, you know, now I, I'm learning the TikTok and the Instagram, I'm in the process of learning it. And I think I'm not supposed to say the TikTok or the Instagram, but I, <laughs> but I'm trying and I'm learning through you a lot. But I have seen so many things that you are doing. Paintball, camping. I mean, it doesn't look like you're, it looks like you're thriving even though you have this illness. How are you doing that? It's honestly just taking it one day at a time. I know my limits, and if I 
don't feel well, I can stop or, and I just let myself feel sick, you know? I wish I, I, I wish I had your mindset. That's that's good. And and now, what do you mean when you say you just you feel sick? Because I want I want this the the podcast to be able to help individuals that have teenagers. If a teenager is listening, I want them to know that it's okay. And then I want to understand because I need to learn what time of day to call it quits because I haven't learned to pace. What do you mean when you start to feel sick? Um, so usually my, like, first symptoms are I can feel my heart rate starting to rise and I can get really dizzy. So once I just start getting dizzy, I usually know that I need to go sit down or just lay down. Okay. And then what happens if you don't? Um, nothing... I've never passed out or anything, but I'm just aware that I feel sick. Okay. And then you just, you're smart enough <laughs> to just stop and, and Especially get if I'm enjoying it, I will be able to push through. You, you can? You can push through? I can make myself push through. But then what happens when you do that? I usually crash as soon as I stop doing it, but it's usually worth it. Listen at you. Ah, it's usually worth it. So how long did you crash for? Um, it can be a few days, really. It usually is. Wow. Okay. And when you crash, what exactly happens? I mean, you're just... You're just stuck in bed. Are you just lethargic? You just tired? I mean, very tired. I can't usually move, get out of bed. Do you, do you have does do you hurt? Yes, my whole body just hurts. And I hate I just, I hate that for you at such a young age, but you know. That, that's the thing, you have a diagnosis, so you know. And I think that's half, that's part of the battle. It definitely is, yeah. yeah. Because you know. Now, when you did all of that paint, because you're a, a paintball aficionado. I mean, you're like really into paintball, right? I am, yes. Okay, so you just had like, was it like the championship of all championships or some kind of event or something? Yes, I just had a national event. A national event. What did you do? So that one I didn't actually play in, but we sat in the um, pro tent and we got to watch it. And we did walk around through the whole venue. I got to meet uh, my favorite pro players. And I was definitely very exhausted after that day. Gotcha. Now... You also just had, like, a family trip, did you not? Yes. Because I so badly want to be able to start taking trips with my family, what did you do? Where, what did you do to prepare? How did you get there? And what was the trip? So, like, walk me through, like, the whole process. Did you? Because when, when my husband and I were... Uh, before I really understood about this illness, but I knew I had it, there was an event coming up 
that I wanted to take him to. So I did nothing for like the whole week prior so that I could get up and do this event with him. And then when I came home, I was down for the next week, but I wanted to be able to give him that opportunity. And all I did was ride in a vehicle, go sit somewhere and then ride back home. What did you do for your family vacation? Um, so thankfully, anytime we go somewhere, my mom is usually the one that prepares us the most. So we went to our friend's beautiful house and we just camped out there and we did yard games and we just had fun, you know? And, um, something that I always like to have is I always carry a fanny pack with all of the things that I feel like I'm going to need. X, I'm glad you just brought that up. What do you take? Uh, is that your little puppy dog? Is that your puppy? You just cut out. Oh, no. Is that your puppy dog I hear? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't care. I love it. I told you. Not a problem. So what do you take in your fanny pack? What is Janie's emergency necessities? Um, so for like medical supplies, I always have my inhaler and I have a pulse oximeter that'll tell me my oxygen and my heart rate. And so before I do anything, I take my pulse just to see how high it is. And if my oxygen is low, I will, um, do my inhaler. Um, I always carry salt with me because I have POTS. So I need to put salt on everything. Yep. Um, if I'm just going out with friends, I'll be carrying my medical card that has all of my information just in case something does happen. And I always warn my friends that's like that it's there and what to do in case I do have an episode and what they can do to support me. Oh, my. see, that is why I thought you were a college student, my friend. Mm -hmm. You are more put together than most of the adults, myself included. <laughs> okay, so, okay, yes, I, my son goes through salt like crazy. And yes. I didn't realize that one of my favorite things was going through the drive through at McDonald's and getting a large fry and a large Coke because the salt. I had to have it. Now that I understand the salt, I love that. So do you just take like regular old table salt? Yeah, I just have like the travel size shaker salt. And if I have food around me, I'll put it on my food or I can just put it in my mouth and like take water with it. Do you, have you thought about salt pills or anything? Yeah, I do take salt pills. You that's also usually in my bag. Oh, because that's what I was going to ask you, because I just started taking salt pills myself, and I started giving them to my son, and I was wondering, like, what all, what what else do you take? You take, so before, we'll get back to your fanny pack in a second. What supplements do you take? What things do you take that make you feel better overall? Um... I take a lot of supplements. Um, I find that like probiotics really help. Um, I think I take like liver enzymes, um, iron, all of those really help me. Okay. 
can't. It, you know, I, I, out of the mouths of babes, I'm telling you, I, just listening to you makes me want to do better because I look at all of the things that you're doing when when you like oh we're going camping I'm going to do paintball and like oh the dance and things like that getting your license I'm like man you're living and it's helping me because I know that I'm going down the right path for my son because my husband's like he shouldn't be putting that much salt on things. I said, I think our bodies need it because he doesn't yeah. have the illness. Okay, so so it, it makes sense that my son asked, he asked if he could carry around some salt. Okay, so you do that. Okay, so you get to the probiotics, the liver enzymes, iron, and then your salt pills, and then you carry salt, and then your medical ID card. So is that pretty much what's in your fanny pack? You're like emergency yeah. Okay. And when you say you notify, you tell your friends in case you have an episode, is that like in case you get like dizzy or does anything yeah. else happen or is it just um, dizzy? So, yeah, I usually just warn them that something could happen and that they basically just like just ask if I need anything and just be by my side. That's what I always tell them. I and and you know what it you you must you have to have a good group of friends in in order to be able to do that. Yes, I'm very thankful for my friends that do understand. They my friends are very supportive of me. Is there anybody in particular you want to say hi to? Not not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would love to say hi to my best friend, Adrian. Um, she was, she's my only friend that has stuck by me through everything that I've been through. She knows like my whole medical history now, and she's basically trained to help me. Man, that's so sweet. Adrian. Hi, Adrian. That, that is so, that is so wonderful because you do need to have a good group of people around you. I mean, I, I, I'm making notes because now I'm like, okay, I'm getting a medical ID card for my son. I am going to fill, make sure he fills out the emergency stuff on his phone because now, you know, he's getting a driving age and I'm thinking I need to make sure that, you know, I was like, okay, I've got him signed up for triple A in case something happens to his vehicle. What an idiot I'm being. I need to make sure his body is protected. So you just help me plan for my son. And I th I thank you for that. Thank you. Good, I'm glad. Because I, I, just, I, I just am trying to prepare him at home, but I have to realize when he's out and about, I need to be able to make sure that he's taken care of and you seem to be doing that. So I need to make sure, give him his loss shaker of salt. That was Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville. You probably <laughs> don't even know. So yes, I need to give him a salt shaker and let him have all the salt he wants, keep him on the salt pills and, and definitely give him a medical ID card. Do you have a bracelet? No, okay. but I do. I keep my card and my wallet, so I am thinking about getting a bracelet that just says, like, check my wallet. 
so they'll know to check for the ID. That's that's smart. And 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 later, if you want, remind me. I can send you what because I didn't I didn't want a, a medical ID bracelet that just had the red caduceus thing that just was like alert alert makes it look like I'm sick bracelet. So mine is like it's got a bunch of little chains around it and it doesn't look like an, an, a medical ID bracelet, which some people would be like, wait, you want it to, so they know to look for it. But in an emergency situation, the right people know yeah. that, that that's yeah. what it looks like. So, because you don't strike me as just getting any old regular old type of thing. You've got a very unique, awesome style. Thank you. And I definitely, I have been looking and yeah, I do not like the original ones. Okay. Remind me if I don't to send you mine and it was relatively inexpensive. I got it off of Amazon and it um, had a choice like to come with a medical wallet ID card as well. So yeah. So, and, and it's, it just, it, when I look at it, I think, Ooh, Janie might like that because you have, quite a few talents and I will I just want to bring this up you have gifts of I mean you have a lot of little hobbies you have a lot of little interest and just what drove you to that was it was it having this illness and you you just needed an outlet and you are finding things or you just like are just one curious person or just multi-talented what's the deal because I mean the little 3d thing you sent you just got such an awesome the little gnomes everything about you you just got all these neat little things what is it I can actually thank my parents for that. My mom has always been very crafty, and if I ever see, like, something on Pinterest that I want, she's like, oh, I can make that. And I'm like, okay, so let's make it. Like, and then we make it, and we, that's one of the things that we love to do together. We craft, and um, I think a lot of my interests come from her, honestly. Well, I, they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, and it does. I mean, you have um, just, it, and I guess people don't know, but I, I don't like to always talk about personal things from other people, but could I bring up the package that you sent to me? Yeah, of course. Okay, because I, because I, you were very kind and you sent me and I cherish every little thing and that's when I was like oh my gosh this girl is so crafted you sent me because I didn't have a zebra anything and she sent me Janie sent me this incredible birthday package and it just touched my heart tell us a little bit of I mean like the little 3d zebra thing I think you should be that was just awesome like you made this 3d ribbon I mean, how did you do all of this stuff? Um, So I think it was summer of 2021. Me and my mom got very into the resin craft. And I actually did create a business called Calamities Creations. And um, it just became too much. It was a very messy craft. But that was a big thing that we did. 
Is it still going on or you stopped it? Unfortunately, we stopped it, but we are thinking about restarting it soon. Okay. Now, you, you have to announce it here if you do or when you do because, I mean, I don't see many zebra ribbons anywhere. Yeah, I definitely will. Okay, so uh, so calamity creation. I was wondering how calam how did how did you come up with calamity? I love it. Um, so we were actually looking. My paintball team, the Wild Cards. We all have nicknames, and we were trying to come up with a nickname for me. And my dad came across Calamity Jane, the old pioneer woman. Yes, that's um, what I was thinking. Yeah. So that is where it came from. It just means clumsy, disaster, um, stuff like that. As soon as I saw it, because when I started the Instagram thing and then the TikTok, I, I was like, I see Calamity everywhere. And I'm like, she does not know anything about Calamity Jane. How in the world does she pick such a perfect word? And it's so cute because... I thought a lot of Calamity Jane and the stories and the fact that that's your reference for having that name. I think that's pretty cute. It is, yeah. No. And my nickname is usually Jane. So it was just the stars aligned and it was perfect. That I do. I love that. And Calamity Creations, I think, I, I think that is awesome because I, I really do. I, I feel like the podcast for me is my outlet because I don't have the gift of doing what you do. And uh, since I was a disc jockey, I'm like, okay, I'll do the podcast. And I do, I, I want to make, you know, I want to make t-shirts, I want to make things, and I want to collaborate with individuals that make things. And it would be so nice you know, if if we had a, a, a site, we had something where, uh, because, you know, I, I, there's nothing going on it at the point, but I do have AWOLZebra.com, and I, I would love it if it would be, like, I could support businesses that are run by people that have HEDS. And I think that would be so awesome if you had Calamity Creations and you could post it there and then people could go and they could find things and they could find like the 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 3d you know zebra ribbon things that you made and things like that and i mean do you could you make stuff to order as well i yes i was mostly taking customized orders when i was doing it oh i i just see yet another project you've given me and I greatly appreciate that. I, I love that. So it doesn't seem like having this illness, although it it is not, it's not going to be cured, at least for me. There might be something in your lifetime. I, I don't know. But at this point, you understand you have an illness that's not curable, but you have seemed to figure out how to manage it quite well. Yeah, I do think it took a long time to come with terms that I most likely will never get better. And 
I I think it was just like within the past year that I realized that I just need to push through and do the things that I want to do. That's that's very mature. And when you say like never get better, the way that it affects you is it is it just sprains and and the pots and stuff like that do you have macs anything like Um, that gastroparesis so i do i'm not fully diagnosed but we do think that i have mcas and i was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and chronic pain at age 12. So I definitely do have a lot of other factors. Okay, so rheumatoid arthritis, the MACS, and the MACS, I didn't know what was going on, but like one day I could take aspirin, the next day it put me in the hospital. Yeah. It's like you just never know when it's going to happen. And do you have like skin sensitivity issues, anything like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have always had these like little bumps in my arms and we've always wondered just what it was. And uh, we're thinking like, that's what it is. Oh, no, exactly. My son, my son had it uh, uh, for, for many years. He eventually kind of like grew out of it. But we, he, we are firm believers in CeraVe that that lotion that really seems to help it are you talking about like just like little bumps that they don't itch they don't do anything they don't they're not pimples they're just yeah they're just little bumps and like they make my legs kind of scratchy or rough you know yep that's i'll tell you my what we found was the CeraVe c-e-r-a-v-e all of their products there is a um a soap they have that's for rough and bumpy skin. It's CeraVe SA. And then they have a cream that's the same thing. And that helped my son greatly. I'll definitely have to try that out. Yes. I found that like nothing really helps that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really what helped my son was using the CeraVe products. And if you ever want to know them, I'll send you exactly, you know, everything that we use. But uh, he he has very sensitive skin, as do I. We can't use regular soap detergent. So we have to use all free and clear. Um, he, he His skin has like the little bumps and using the CeraVe, the bumpy skin thing, it, it has made all the difference in the world because it when you feel uncomfortable in your own skin, literally, that's kind of, it kind of makes you self-conscious, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, and and we don't want that for you. You're, you're too no. happy and out there and we can't have that. So yes, ask your mom to, you know, look into that you know, because it really did made all the difference in the world for my son. Do you Yeah, have, I will definitely try that. Yeah, please do, because it really did make all the difference. Do you have problems with, um, like, your feet or your hands cracking or any issues, like, when it gets cold or any 
issues where like you just get like a rough patch of skin or something like that? Um, I, I do on my feet, I believe. Okay. Because uh, since you said the other, I want to tell you this heel tastic. You can, you can buy it online. It's H E E L tastic T A S T I C. I didn't know what was happening to my son's feet and all of the creams, the doctors were like athlete's foot. It's not athlete's foot. There was nothing that would get rid of it. Well, I found that soaking your feet in Epsom salt and some warm Epsom salt water kind of loosens the little patches of skin. But if you take this stuff, it comes like, it's like chapstick, but it's in a little bottle. It's like a big tube of chapstick. And we keep ours in the refrigerator. And when it starts popping up, you put it, it's for rough and bumpy. It's for people that have like rough heels. But I found that it works on us. And if you put that spot on your, you put it on your feet and then put socks on and go to sleep, it is almost improved the next day. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it really makes a difference. So see, that's what I want. I want the podcast to help people and people can learn because I learn ideas from other people and I've learned some ideas from you and hopefully maybe these might help you. You are definitely doing a very good job of um, educating people and raising awareness, I believe. Well, you are are very sweet, and I appreciate that. But I honestly believe that that's why it's so important for me to have individuals on that are willing to share their story because it helps so many people. I, I hope now that the individuals that are listening, if they're not teenagers, but if they are parents of teenagers, they're writing down, okay, well, Janie has this. She she takes her salt and I mean, and I love it because my son is the same way about salt and I love it. You take salt pills, you have your emergency little fanny pack and you have a great acceptance of this illness and I think that's just lovely thank you I I really do you have a great a a great mindset about this and and that's hard I mean even myself I'm I'm always questioning you know oh I can go a little bit further I unfortunately when I try to push through my body just stops breathing my neck goes crazy i can't do much of anything but i think it's because my body went so long broken before it was found out and although i'm so sorry that you found out that you had this at such a young age i'm so thankful that you did me too it definitely I think at finding out um, as a young teenager, it was definitely hard because you never know what your future is going to look like. You never know when you're going to have a flare or if you're going to get worse in the future. But I think having those answers has definitely helped. It. it I just. I just. I, I think you have such a mature attitude about it and it just amazes me because you are leaps and bounds 
ahead of of people like me and and other individuals that just haven't accepted it and what i think is so great is because you have accepted it because your family now has diagnosed and now you've got your own little village and you know how to work with each other i feel like that can only set you up for success in the future definitely my support system i would not be able to get through without my support system and especially having my family and my aunts my aunts have always had really bad health issues and we're now finding similarities in our problems and it's really nice knowing that people can relate to me definitely and you you don't I, I, when you said that you know you're not going to get better, it, it just seems, it's like because you're sick, but on a given day, if you're watching your salt, if you're watching your levels and you're not having a happy accident, and we'll get to that in a second, you can pretty much have a normal day, can you not? Yeah, um, I would say most of my days are pretty normal days. I mean, I do have pain every day, but I've been living with it for so long that I can push through and have a normal day. But when I do have a bad day, I let myself have a bad day. That's important to allow yourself to to understand that you need just to take a break. I mean, so if if you just wake up and you don't feel exactly right, you just say, "Hey, I'm going back to bed," kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that that's that's definitely important, and it's admirable that that you can do that. Now, I mentioned happy accident. You went on your vacation. What happened? Um, so for like, before this all happened, everything was going great. I was going in the pool and I felt great. And we went shopping. And of course, as calamity, I had to step on the one thing that was on the floor. And we we went back to see like what I stepped on, but we couldn't really figure it out. But it just gave way and my foot twisted. Oh. And did you, because I know you were on crutches for some of that. What happened? Was it just, was it a sprain? Yeah. So we had to go to the emergency room in a whole different state, which really confused people. Um, But yeah, they just said it was either sprained or just hurt. And they recommended to just keep the pressure off of it for a week or so. And then what did that do for your travel accommodations? Um, It actually, we were able to board the plane 10 minutes early. Um, We had help with my wheelchair. They gave us a wheelchair. And we we were the last people off, but we also had people waiting for us and wheelchairs waiting for us. So that's... 
if we were late, they would not leave without us because they knew we were coming, which was nice because we had short layovers. Now, see that, and so that's why you were calling that a happy accident. Yeah. Oh, and we were given, both me and my mom were given seat upgrades, so I was able to have extra leg room. Oh, my goodness. Well, see, I'm sorry that that happened to you, but I love your spin on it. You turned a negative situation that would have put other people down into something positive by calling it a happy accident. That's pretty cool. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> all of the flight accommodations made it very worth it. That's <laughs> don't do it again. That, don't. I know, I'm trying. It's like, oh, no, let's, let's get a first class, Mom. Hold on. <laughs> no, I think I think that's pretty cool, and and I and I wanted to bring that up because that does show that this illness affects us so deeply mentally, and it's how we choose to handle it. It's it's honestly, I think, kind of our make or break. Because if you sit there and just constantly keep saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, then I feel like you won't. Yes. And um, go ahead. I definitely still do have days where I just feel defeated and uh, I can't do anything. Um, and I don't think that will ever change. And I think we need those days, honestly. Why do you think we need those days? I'd love to hear that. Um, so I think it just shows that we're strong and we can get through anything. We need heart we need hardships in our life to have good ones. Oh my goodness. You really are a special young lady and I am really happy that you took the time because I didn't understand the Facebook stuff when I started and I'm so thankful that you responded to my comment and really happy that we've become you know friends via the internet you are so mature and it's such a pleasure to know you me too. I'm definitely very thankful that I have you. You've been one of my biggest support systems also, and I would not have been able to get through this past year without you. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. That's so sweet because I don't really think I do much. And, and you're so sweet. And I'm, I'm excited for you because you were able to go back to real school this year, right? I was, yeah. I just got through my first full week. Congratulations. Congratulations. How has that been? Um, it's been good. Um, it is hard getting through the school and walking the long distances, but it's been fairly easy so far. That that's that's awesome. I mean, because this this is this is actually your first return to school, right? Because COVID, and then you had three years. This is your first return to school, right? Technically, Technically. no, because okay. I went, 
I went to school last year for my junior year, and I went online in March. Okay, because I remember that you were, like, kind of in and out for a little bit, and then you permanently just stopped. Yeah, thankfully, I do have a lot of accommodations at my school, so I can really miss however many days I need to, and they won't say anything. So that has definitely helped. No, it does. Uh, Wyland, you know, his doctor wrote a note, you know, that, you know, he has this illness. There will be times he just needs to leave. There'll be times that he'll come in late. Uh, but he's, you know, he's got a connective tissue issue. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing that you can get up and go to school every day, but there are going to be those times, like you said, you need to allow yourself to be defeated or be a little bit down and you will, you'll have to go home. Yeah. Kind of thing. No, that's, you have just such a great outlook. You have such a great way of looking at this and it's quite impressive and i know i've said it repeatedly but i just can't believe that you're so i mean you're you're just getting if you're just getting ready to turn 17 let's see that means you were born in the 2000s you were born in 2000 when six oh gosh so yeah you were born in, so yeah, Wyland was born in 2008. You were born in 2006. And you already truly are so much further along mentally with this. Do you, is there anything special that you do to help keep your mindset? I mean, because I know you have the negative days, but what is it? that helps you not stay in that funk kind of thing? Um, honestly, thinking about my future has always helped me a lot. I have a lot of goals for my future, honestly, and just remembering that if I get through this day, I'll be one step closer to be able to be in my like adult life and be doing what I want to do. May I ask what your goals are for the future? Um, currently, my goal is to get a job at a nonprofit, um, hopefully doing something with our illness or just any, I think, like women's rights and uh, just educating people on that stuff. I, I think that's a great goal to have a great few goals to have do you have any thoughts after a high school do you need uh are you looking into college i am um i'm looking to go for psychology with a minor in women gender studies oh my goodness I'm going to be reading about you one day and about That's Calamity Jane does this. I can see it now. Calamity Jane running for office. <laughs> I can see so much. I, I see so many positives in your future, Janie. And Thank you. I, I can't wait to see what all you do. 
Thank you so much. I, I just, you have turned a negative, a life-changing illness into something that you can help others with. I, I mean, you're not letting it defeat you. And I hope that's what people get from this episode that you have not been beaten by this illness and so many people would have already been. Yeah, it's, yeah. I do, I am proud of myself for being this far along. And I hope that this episode will teach people that it's okay to have this and to feel the ways that you're feeling. It, it really is. You, I, I just, I, I, I just love your attitude. I just, I mean, that's all this episode is going to be. Just love your attitude. Just love this. Okay, before we go, are there any, okay, we've talked about your supplements. Are there any exercises, anything that you do that helps you that could help others? Um, so I've always struggled with keeping up with my exercises. I was in PT for, I think, five or six years, and I was never really able to keep up with my exercises. But if I am really sore, I'll try to just get up and walk a little bit. So I won't be like my body won't feel so tight. Um, I try to do leg lifts in the bed if I've been in my bed for a while, just to keep my blood circulating. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so you're doing your supplements. Your your main thing is to maybe hopefully keep up with your exercises, but really when you start to feel like your body isn't working up to snuff, then you need, you start taking action and before it gets too bad, right? Yeah, that's usually the hope. Sometimes I don't catch it uh, soon enough and I will have a very, a very bad flare. But usually I am able to catch it and I can feel better by the end of the day. Well, I think that's wonderful. I think we've covered quite a bit. I do want to have you back on with your mom so, you know, we can share what it's like, what it was like for her when she found out what you had, then to find out that she had it. But I'm so happy that we had this time to sit back and just get to know the young lady and hopefully it will help quite a few teenagers out there. Is there anything you've said hello to Adrian? You've talked about your support system before we go. Is there anything you'd like to close with? Um, I would just like to thank you for letting me come on this amazing show and share my story. I love doing this. Well, that's awesome. And I think that's a perfect way to end it. I, I think you are so sweet. And we're going to have you back on, and I want updates. I want to know what you're doing, and I will definitely be sharing. And thank you for being here today, Janie. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, calamity, Janie. This is Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. I am so happy that I finally got Janie on, and I she's my Janie Elizabeth, but today she's Janie. And thank you, Janie. I sincerely appreciate it. 
Thank you. All right. Christy Lenhanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.